Thank you for tuning into the Monocle Dynasty Podcast, where we keep an eye on Dynasty football. Your hosts dive deep on players, rankings, strategies, and much more. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Monocle Dynasty. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the Monocle, where we keep an eye on Dynasty football. Lately, I've been talking about the over and under producing players and who you should buy and sell. Maybe some under the radar players uh, that you should be snatching up. But tonight, I want to talk about some strategy and philosophy. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I put my headphones on at work, and I, I listen for usually about six to eight hours a day. Lately, I've been hearing a lot of podcast hosts telling their listeners to go buy this young player, go buy that young player, and the focus just really seems to be more on the future than the 2021 season, but we just finished week nine. Like We have championships to win this year. And a lot of a lot of hosts are focusing on the future, and it kind of makes me question, you know, how are they doing? You know, it, should you be listening to those people? And I'm not trying to hate on any one particular person or even any group of people, but that's just kind of what I'm picking up on from listening to these guys. And I don't know about you, I'm still in the mix of things. I wanna I wanna win. I wanna win championships. I want to compete. I don't want to just constantly be rebuilding or focusing on, you know, 2024 or something like that. You know, we all hear that you either have to be worst or first, first or worst. And being in the middle of the draft is the worst possible thing that you can do to your team. But honestly, after looking at it, it really seems to be the furthest thing from the truth. And I think Superflex leagues have fixed that problem. I think it's coming from before Superflex was really a mainstream thing. And it's just something that we've kind of stuck to the mindset of like, you have to be worst or first. But if we look at the last four years of rookie drafts for Superflex uh, ADP, then I kind of see it paints a, a different picture. And I, when I'm doing the four years, it's because that's all I can get. Uh, there really wasn't a Superflex ADP before that. Obviously there were Superflex leagues, but they weren't as prevalent. So Let's go ahead and start with the 2018 Superflex ADP for uh, rookie drafts. Saquon Barkley at 101, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Sam Darnold, Darius Geis, Rashad Penny, Josh Rosen, DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, Ronald Jones, Sony Michelle, Cortland Sutton, Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen was technically 201, but I just threw that one in there because, you know, I know a, a lot of people are, are Josh Allen lovers and, uh, you know, 201 that that's sitting pretty nice obviously that's just ADP I I know uh in one particular league that I was in I, I know that Allen went super early he went like 104 something like that so you know obviously not 101 and you know in ADP much later than that now let's go to 2019 you have Kyler Murray Nikhil Harry Josh Jacobs Miles Sanders Dwayne Haskins A.J. Brown, T.J. Hawkinson, David Montgomery, D.K. Metcalf, Marquise Brown, Noah Fant, and Paris Campbell as your top 12 for that season in ADP. 2020, Joe Burrow, C.E.H., Jonathan Taylor, Tua, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager. And in 2021, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Najee Harris, 
Zach Wilson, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Mac Jones. So just obviously there's some busts there. There's some not great players. You have Rashad Penny, Josh Rosen, um, Sony Michelle, you know, kind of had some some peaks and valleys and everything, but you know, I'd say mostly he's been a bust. Paris Campbell hasn't been able to stay on the field. Dwayne Haskin, ter- terrible bust. Jalen Reger, I think we would have to call a bust at this point. Uh, you know, Travis Etienne obviously got hurt. Definitely not calling him a bust. I still think he's going to have a great career, obviously, assuming he can get healthy. But the point here is that, you know, when you can get guys like DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, uh, DK Metcalf, Marquise Brown, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Javante Williams, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Mac Jones, all towards the back, back end of the first round. Why are we freaking out about being at 102, 103, 104, whatever it is? Obviously, there's times like Saquon Barkley where you might be super excited about having that 101. And yeah, that's great. But look at Saquon Barkley now. Now people are you know saying that he's you know he's injury prone. He, he can't stay on the field. And, and there's some truth to that. But the dude's 23 years old. Not overly concerned about it. The point is things can change quickly. And maybe you would have been more happy having uh, a Nick Chubb or DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson in that same exact draft without having to trade up for the 101 or trade away your whole team for that 101, you know, before the, you know, before the draft, trying to, to rebuild, trying to tank, you know, the proper way and, and everything. When people tell us that we have to be their worst or first, usually it's because, you know, they're, they're telling us, you need to sell off a veteran that's 25, 26 years old uh, if it's a running back, you know, 28, 29 years old if it's a wide receiver, and you need to go get that youth. You need to go get that 101 stud, the 102 stud, whatever. And when you sell off a player who only has two years, and I'm doing air quotes, of, of being a stud left in him because you wanted to get the 101 instead of the 103 or the 104 instead of the 106, all you're really doing is turning what could have been a one-year rebuild or one-year retool into a multi-year rebuild. If you've been playing for a while, then you see every year a random team or random teams that just squeak into the playoffs end up getting lucky and winning the whole damn thing. Just like the team that dominated all year and went undefeated is basically all but guaranteed to fall apart in week two of the playoffs and finish third. You know, We've seen it time and time again, so why wouldn't we give ourselves as many opportunities to be in that mix as possible by not blowing it all up every time we see a player hit the age of 25, hit the age of 28? If you're sitting at 106 right now and you don't know if you really should be there or you know if you're a contender or a pretender, I say just wait it out. Unless somebody makes you the right offer for your team, then you know what's the rush? You know, maybe now you're saying, but you know, I'm just not very good at drafting the right players, and I've had a lot of bad luck in the in the past. You know, well, for starters, you have me and Beth now, so there's really no need to worry about that anymore. But but all joking aside, if you really just don't trust the rookie draft process and and you don't trust yourself to pick the right players, then use those picks to get players that can help you right now. Go get a player that you know people are down on because he's a little bit older. And, you know, but you can use him for the next two years. You can use him for the next three years. And maybe he'll be like Adrian Peterson and he'll be 36 years old and still have dynasty value. <laughs> you know, there obviously there's players like Todd Gurley that just completely fall off. 
because of injury. It happens all the time, but we can't keep looking at one player and saying this is what's going to happen to every other player. There was extenuating circumstances with that player that don't apply to most other players in the NFL. Generally speaking, to win championships, you need to have young players and veteran players. You need to have both. Uh, if you just have one or the other, you're usually going to be in trouble. Although you can win a championship with just veteran players, but then you probably will have to go into a full rebuild and you know, it might take a few years after that. That's definitely not the right way to do it necessarily, but hey, the main goal is winning championships. So I would rather do that than just have the youth and have nothing but you know spending money on on entry fees every year and saying, look how good my team's going to be in 2025. So that brings me to my next point, which is rebuilding properly. I took over an orphan this off season and it was in pretty rough shape. Uh, it had some nice veteran pieces like Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin cook, but all in all, I knew it wasn't going to compete unless I just got overly lucky. So I went into the off season with the mindset of blowing it all up. And I honestly, I, did, I think I did a pretty good job of it. Um, I now have DJ Moore, Javante Williams, Jalen Waddle, and Pat Fryermuth to go with 322 firsts and 322 seconds. The thing is, I still have Aaron and Dalvin. No one in that league has offered me anything that is remotely close to their value, so I'm just holding. I'm not of the mindset that either will be done with football after this season, so why am I going to sell low when I can be in the mix as soon as next year? I feel like I have some solid pieces, so why worry about their age when I think that they're going to still be fantasy viable and possibly even very fantasy viable you know, as soon as next year? In that league, I had some douche send me a trade of uh, 22 first, second, and third, all considered back half of the round picks. I don't know about you, but that's about a first round pick short value-wise. If I was even willing to sell a stud for just picks, which I'm really not, generally speaking. Obviously, if the right trade comes around, that's completely different. But you know, I brought it up in chats, and I've had people tell me, oh, you know, you should have taken that deal. You don't want to end up stuck with him on your roster, talking about Dalvin Cook. Also today, I had a listener ask me about selling a player for a 2025 first. You heard that right. A first that's four years from now. And... It was on Twitter. Someone commented on it and said, yeah, it's not great, but at least you're getting a first. Like, we really have to get rid of this mindset. Selling low because of age is how you end up in a complete rebuild with a 2025 championship in mind. And that's not how I want to play Dynasty Fantasy Football. Yes, there's times where you have to go into full rebuild. I'm hoping most of those times are when you take over an orphan. Uh, you know, hopefully you didn't set yourself up, but, you know, there, there's bad luck. There's the people that had Andrew Luck retire on them that, you know, the, the, you know, the Todd Gurley's, you know, like you think that you have this, this value for, for so long. And then sometimes it just stops and, you know, bad luck happens. And sometimes you might have to go into a full rebuild, but that shouldn't be our goal. And that shouldn't be our mindset of just selling just because I'm not going, I'm not the best team this season, at least on paper. I'd recommend that anyone go listen to the latest episode of the Dynasty Crossroads uh, with Peter Howard. Uh, it's it's talking about age cliffs for running backs and wide receivers, and I really think it's a great listen for anyone. And it shows that great players are just great, and they don't fall off as quickly as the not so great ones. Um, Peter does a much better job of explaining how and why and, and all that, but the 
the point is there. Uh, even my old co-host Crescent did a study last year that showed similar results. That you know the the best players stay good, stay great uh, for for longer than the okay players, the decent players, and it makes a lot of sense. Obviously, we want to get that young stud running back or wide receiver, but the point is to not sell low on the veteran you currently have to get them. Selling low should not be the answer, regardless of if you think you're the best team or the worst team. Instead of focusing on where we end up drafting, be it 101, 109, wherever, let's start focusing on missing the draft bus, buying and selling at the right time, and most importantly, winning championships. Thank you for listening to my rant tonight. Uh, I had to get that off my chest. I will be back next week with some interesting player. And as always, you can find all of my rankings, the Start Sit tool, the DraftKings tool, and all my Debbie rankings as well on patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Coach A. But for now, I'm cashing out. (laughs) 